is a certain amount of bad experience good for us as a way to build character? Bad experience is inevitable in life. By bad experience, we can mean different things, but if we define it fairly generally as just simply experience that is not in keeping with our values, not in keeping with our preferences, maybe not in keeping with our expectations, so it's inconsistent to those expectations or values, well, then it's pretty much inevitable that we're going to have bad experience. The world is a complicated place, and in many ways, what it is to be a person in the world is to seek to grow, to develop, to sometimes strive to meet our basic needs, to hopefully grow beyond them as well, if, if that's possible. But it ain't always going to go the way we would hope it would go. And I suppose that's the bottom line. And the consequence of that is that any good personal development, any training, any practices that we use, whatever they might be, very often the best methods are those that not only promote positive reinforcement or our capacity to achieve what we want, but that also promote or train us to become a bit better at not getting what we want. In other words, dealing with bad experiences, processing them, making sense of them to some degree, because there definitely are better and worse ways of, uh, of doing that. So can bad experience be good for us? Well, maybe the bad experience itself can't necessarily be good for us. I certainly wouldn't suggest you go out there seeking bad experience if we define bad experience as things that are destructive and very much against your values. What you can seek uh, is to stretch yourself. That can be useful. So this isn't causing harm to yourself or to others, but what this is is practicing maybe being able to be in challenging situations so that if you do find themself, if you find yourself uh, in those situations and uh, you didn't choose them, you're going to have better resilience. So this exists in so many domains. Athletes, of course, are stretching so that they can have a good range of movement. If you're training in martial arts, you're, of course, going to practice being put in difficult situations so that you can overcome those difficult situations. It may seem unpleasant, but of course, there's a useful stretching that happens there. And the same thing with, with really just about anything. If you're training to be an airline pilot, you're going to run scenarios of, of difficulties happening, and you're going to train to be able to respond to those usefully. So it's not that we are in actual danger, but we're simulating some of the challenges in order to be able to get a bit good at responding to them. So in that sense, stretching is very good looking for actually bad experiences. Maybe not. That's probably not what, what, what would make any sense if it's against our values, but being able to stretch to some degree is helpful. So an interesting thing to consider here, when I was reading this question, I was uh, remembering a story. You may have heard this. Uh, it's, it's, it's an old story that goes around, which is the story of, I don't know what the source of it is, actually. If, if you happen to know, please do drop it in the comments. But it's a story which is designed around teaching good business acumen uh, to people who are learning business uh, skills. And the story is that there's a father and their child. And the child is up somewhere relatively high and the, the child wants to come down. So the father says, well, jump, jump and I'll catch you. So the child, a little bit hesitant, says, will you definitely catch me? You know, it's a bit of a fall. I, I don't want to hurt myself. And the father says, yes. Yeah, go ahead. You can trust me. Jump. 
So the child trusts the father and the child jumps and the father steps back and doesn't catch the child. The child falls down. The child is hurt. The child is bruised. So, of course, the child says to the father, what was that? You said you would catch me. And the father's reply is something to the effect of, well, I've taught you the first rule in business, which is don't trust other people. <laughs> so here's the question for you. Is that good? Is that a useful, bad experience to have? So I think a lot of our instinctive reactions to that story is that is probably somewhere between maybe child abuse to dodgy parenting on the scale, depending on what your what your own perspectives are. It's an old story. It was probably a bit more acceptable back in the day and even less acceptable today uh, as, as kind of values on these things change. But aside from what point in culture we're at, it is interesting to, to question that. What's going on in that story? So firstly, does it serve its purpose? So the father is presumably trying to keep, teach the kid to be careful who they trust in later life. So yes, to some extent, it may well teach that. But I suppose the question is, what else might it teach as well? So it may teach not to trust people to an extreme. It may teach to actively distrust people, including family members. It may lead to a disconnection from others for fear of being hurt, which in turn might actually isolate the person more so they don't draw on supports. And then aside from affection, maybe they don't even achieve as much in business because they're afraid of collaborating with people. So that's the caution, I, th I think, with this. You can see from a single experience there are different interpretations of it. Now, you might, if your perspective is that that's not a nice story, you might look at that father and go, what an absolute monster. You know, fair enough. But of course, an interesting question to ask is, what is that father's experience? I presume this is a made up story. I don't know if it ever happens in real life. But what's the, the perspective of that father and where did he get that from? So assuming um, it's not completely pathological, assuming this is a loving person on some level, is it the case that this is a person who's been so badly hurt in their own life, in their own childhood maybe, maybe their father did that to them as well, I'm not sure, um, or, or just they've had really bad business experience or maybe they worked for decades to earn money and somebody screwed them in a bad business deal and kind of emotively struck from that experience. Maybe they said, I'm not going to let this happen to my child and I would rather so it's like a child touches a hot surface and then doesn't touch other hot surfaces again. They kind of learn from that experience. I'd rather, in a way, sensitize them to the caution of, of this so they're never left in a, in a vulnerable position. A few bruises is nothing compared to major emotional bruising because of really bad experience. Maybe that, that, that's their experience. Maybe it isn't. Maybe they just, you know have a weird way of broaching things in life. But this is what's interesting about this is we can take different interpretations of experiences. And we have to be careful, of course, then, because with bad experiences, it's, it's certainly not a given. You know, the question is, can bad experiences be good for us? And it's certainly not a given that they are. They can, of course, be deeply hurtful and they can really push us in a direction which isn't at all helpful. I think the really important thing is is learning and consent. And, and we are really the best people where possible to teach ourselves our own lessons. Because 
if we ourselves can try and consensually learn the lesson, it's much more likely to be effective. Like the martial arts example, it's not that getting attacked teaches you self-defense. It's practicing training in a safe environment purposefully that teaches you good self-defense skills in that example. And the same with the sports examples or developing any other skill, the pilot training example, to be able to perform well under pressure. So that's the consideration. So should we trust bad experience on others to teach them? Probably not. And if, if we are, like the, the pilot training example, we'd want to have consent. We'd want to have a good structure that we know works. We're, we're going to want to make sure that we're not overdoing it so that we actually uh, create more problems than we're solving. So definitely being careful in terms of teaching others those types of lessons. What about ourself? Well, equally, we're probably not going to want to go hunting bad experience. You know, life will probably give us a few of them anyway. We don't need to go looking too far for them. Uh, we don't need to be too masochistic in that sense to, to, to go looking for problems in our life. Can we stretch? Yeah, stretching is a good idea. Stretching is not leaning towards danger. Stretching is just stretching. A lot of stretching, if you think about physical fitness, doesn't even involve going anywhere. You know, you're just in a gym stretching. You're on a, a treadmill stretching. You're using the body even if you're not actively going anywhere. So there isn't any major risk to it. And of course, with stretching, you take it step by step. You don't try and overdo it and overburden yourself. Otherwise, that isn't good for your system. But a certain amount of stretching towards discomfort can be helpful so you can build a greater sense of control that is useful reaching a little bit outside of your, your comfort zone. But with the life experience that's given to us by life, some of it which is going to be bad in the sense that it's not in keeping with our values, and of course, some of it we may later discover wasn't actually as bad as it seemed. It might have been really necessary uh, as a part in our, our development. But there will be definitely bad experiences and there will be experiences that we definitely consider bad and even in the future we'll look back on and label as bad. Can they be useful? Maybe not inherently, but we definitely have the capacity to learn from them. You know, and even with, with very challenging things that have happened in human history. Like if we look back at medieval history uh, and we see horrible things, we see terrible human rights abuse, there's nothing good about that. It's distinctly bad and we want to categorically say that. However, in a way, we can learn so much from that that we can hopefully create a better world today, that we can really value well-being, that we can really promote it. And while that doesn't make up for the bad experience in any way, hopefully what it really is is a beautiful tribute to anybody who has suffered. You know, I, I just know personally. So I was in a position of suffering and of course I might like to be out of it. But what a lovely thing to know that people would study that, they would learn from it and they would really change for the benefit of others in the future. You know, that's a, a beautiful tribute I think in that way. So yeah, let's not look for any more bad than we need to. But if it's there, let's learn from it and let's grow from it in a positive way, building upon that learning and bringing it forward in a nice direction. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf, or on JFL.com.